This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hey, everybody. It's Oops, the podcast. I'm Francis, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Julio. How are you, G? Good, man. How you doing? I'm swell today. Motherfucking Oops, the podcast, baby. That's right. Oops, backwards, spoo. (laughs) (laughs) Today, our guest is the beloved, the wonderful, the hysterical, the charming Andrew Collin. Wow. Yeah, baby. How are you? One of those things, huh? (laughs) How are you? I'm good, dude. I'm good. I just, uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're thrilled to have you. Two very good-looking men. I've been on Andrew's podcast before. Puddles, check that out. It's very funny. It's growing. Seems like it's. Uh, I mean, it's too fast. Is it really? No. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I don't know. I I don't look at the numbers. I don't. I don't believe you. I swear to God. (laughs) How? I don't because I did on my other podcast, and you end up like looking at it like a day trader. Right. And like, yeah. I'm at, oh, I'm at fucking oh, one person listening to Germany. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to call him. I'll find out where he lives and write him a letter. You gotta book some shows over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to book. <laughs> you show up there and it's like it was an accident. Some guy like clicked on it and That's it's just funny. like, all right, well, I'll go to the Hofbra house. Have you ever <laughs> yeah. been there in Munich? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked really? about that yeah. on our last episode. Yeah. Dude, the women in there fucking can carry like Giant. six Seven, and a hand. Yeah. My buddy fucked one of or hooked up with one of them. Sounds I don't like know how small her. his that dick mean looked he, in her hand. Does that mean he didn't have sex with her, or you just realized that fuck sounded nicer. vulgar? Uh, I don't think he would care either way. I don't okay, talk. Okay. To, I mean, I didn't give his name away, but I don't think he would care. But I just don't think he fucked her. Maybe oh, she was oh. like on the rag or had a dick. I don't know. Those those are two reasons why people don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What else? Could two, reasons, two reasons. Fucking pussies down, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I, I, like, I don't mind a get dick. Get in there, dude. I'll get it. I'll work around a dick. Yeah, I couldn't believe though how much they could carry. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. We, we lived. We stayed in a hostel, and it was like uh, they just gave you like a potato sack to sleep in, and we just sleep on the floor. I forgot the name of it, and I ended up making out with a girl from uh, from Reykjavik. Iceland. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I was, I, my brother asked me about it. I was like, oh, no, I didn't really like her. She was pretty fucking dumb. You know, the Polish people. And he, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, that really. <laughs> wow, that's just yeah. really. He's like, you know where Reykjavik is, right? I was like, fucking Poland, full dude. Circle. And he's like. <laughs> full like, circle moment. Yeah. Dude, Icelandic Whatever. people have very square heads. Really? Yeah. They also have extremely high life expectancy. They do. I think the they're also all average. related. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're all so related. you live longer if you fuck. Well, there's an your app own? that says that you're not related to people if you're not sure in Iceland because mm-hmm. so it's such a small population. It's so small oh. and so incestuous. And, and the thing is, if you go to Iceland for a weekend or whatever, you will guaranteed hook up with somebody because they love hooking up with foreigners because it means they're not related. Wow, you're like guaranteed. Yeah, it's, it's like you're not my uncle for once. Yeah. Incest. 
Yeah, yeah man. Those those Nord- Nordic countries are just the- like utopian societies mm-hmm. where like everybody has functioning governance and people just are so easy with it when mm-hmm. it comes to having sex. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. sure. But they're going to make you comment on them for sure because they're going <laughs> to want your baby. My buddy hooked up with one girl one time and he was, she was fucking him from in a car, like riding him. And uh, right before he came, she goes, fucking held on the ceiling, dude. And held herself down? Yeah. Holy yeah. Mo- and, yeah. Wow. That was pretty badass. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Locked he has kids in. everywhere, that guy. He played baseball, professional baseball. He like lived like Kenny Powers before Kenny Powers came out. You know, he's kind <laughs> of yeah. down. And he just played professional baseball, like in Spain and then like Guatemala, like all these like weird countries. Mm -hmm. And he would just fucking have kids like in like every country pretty much. Doesn't sound. That's crazy. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Pretty cool guy. I wonder what international child support laws are. Probably don't exist. Yeah. What the fucking international criminal courts would be like, you owe fucking fuck out of here. Yeah, Yeah, I heard of you (laughs) on oops talking about (laughs) exhibit A. Dude, Uh, one time I. He didn't want to. She held. That's crazy. She held. One of my exes and I had this like crazy moment where we decided we were going to try to conceive a child. This is like years you ago. and your ex. Yeah, this is years ago. Um, it's a stupid. It's just like it was so stupid. Whatever. So we go upstairs. We have sex. You know, we do what you would have to do to have a child. Like in theory, I go to the bathroom. When I come back, she is in full plow pose, like on her shoulders, doing a shoulder stand. Oh my! God. And I was like, trying to get. I was like, wow. what are you doing? She's like, we got to make sure it goes all the way in there. And then the next day she woke up. She's like, I'm going to get the pill. I'm going to get the money after the pill. What the fuck, Julia? Where do, like, this is another classic Julia story. <laughs> like, I wanted to be a father for 10 minutes. How long were you dating this girl? On and off for a few years. And I think that I knew that the next day she would do that. But it just felt nice to have this, like, connection at the moment. Because I was like... That's I was quite of... a leap of faith, friendo. And that's also selfish <laughs> of me. Hearing me as myself say that, that's, like, fucked up, sort of. But uh, I was lonely, dude. I wanted to. Yeah. You wanted a child for yeah. companionship. I was I was drunk and like feeling it, feeling good, and we decided we were gonna have a child. And the next day, I had a feeling that she was gonna want to like reassess that. And she was doing wow. a headstand. She was doing. I walked in. She was doing a shoulder stand. Yeah, yeah. She's on her. She could have been back, doing. Her that's, pretty, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I would want to have a kid with someone that can have that kind of strength. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey. do you ever think about that? Like, I want, I want to definitely mate with someone where my kid has a chance of being a D one athlete. Yeah, I, I think about it all the I time. I don't think about it. <laughs> I think about it all the time. Do you really? Yeah, all the time. That's all I think about. I, I want one from everything. So I want... You don't have to pay for their college or because like... No, I just uh, want the bragging rights with like, as a Jew, you want like a, a Jew playing D1 is like, not, it's not heard of. We play like D3 and we don't get scholarship and we walk on. That's what Jews do. Or you become the coach. Or we become the coach or we own the gym. Uh-huh. We don't play, you know. Don't I went to Jewish sports house. camp as a kid and that was just like you learned how to own a team and yell. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all you did. <laughs> you counted money. It's like, "Can we shoot the basketball?" <laughs> Dude, I think about this all the time. Really? I think about it all the time because uh, you know, I I was a Division 1 athlete. And I was, you know, I, I, I hate to say it, but I, I feel like I was blessed with a lot of genetic gifts. I had very athletic <laughs> parents and I don't want to just throw this wonderful stuff to the fucking lottery by, you know, marrying some squid. No, so it's interesting because I was also a division one athlete and I don't feel that way at all. I, I like, want... don't give a, I don't care if my kids play sports. I like, don't care. I almost think that like... D1 sports culture is like annoying to me because I hate when like I meet some kid whose like parents 
where like he went to boarding school and his parents value it and they lead with like this is my son he played this here he played this here this is why he's better than you mm. that annoys me. guys if you're thinking about starting a podcast fill in the blanks here if i were in a concert right now and i said if you're thinking about starting a podcast i'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell anchor anchor and then you'd say go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. What do you do with your time? When you're general? not performing, you're not doing work, you're not doing any of this. What I go to the gym do? these days. Yeah. Been Looking lifting good, hard. I saw a video of you lifting with old Willie Winter. Oh, uh, yeah. My pal. Yeah, he, he lifts like a fucking madman. He yeah. like does some weird, like, max. He like maxes every week, and he carries weights to the gym. Right. He what? has like one pound and half pound weights that he carries, so he puts it on the end, so you can max out with just like a half a pound more. It's it's yeah, insanity. Yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen that. Yeah. But it's like either that or he still has a coke problem. So it's like one or the other. You know? <laughs> like he's gotta be weighing a gram somehow. And uh and then uh I uh, <laughs> he said it, so it's cool. Uh, we I we think. talk about coke a lot on the pod. Uh I could see you getting shredded. Yeah, I can. I have gotten shredded in my life. I've been three three thirty when I was like twenty four. What? Three hundred thirty. Yeah, I was fucking yoked. I was fucking Wait, no. Yes. There's no 330, way three thirty, bro. That you weighed three hundred and thirty. No, no, I benched three thirty. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh my no, god. No, but I weighed like one eighty at the time. Do you know how, how tall much? Are you? Yeah. Sorry. That's strong though. How tall are you? That's big. Five to... nine. Okay. Three thirties. I've never been able to bench that. Well, my much. legs were weak. I never lifted legs. I started I started lifting legs. I would do power cleans a lot growing up, you mm -hmm. know, playing sports, but I never lived one past 22. Was, why do you even have legs? You know what I mean? Just get this <laughs> fucking minotaur body. Just as jacked as possible. It's Florida. I grew up in Florida. You just shave your chest. You get fucking veins in your arms and you fuck fake tits. <laughs> like that's your life. There it is. baby. That's the dream, you know? And then you come to New York and then you got to read a book. Yeah. Just so much. You know, with the, the pages, boobs, the boobs in Florida, the fake oh, boobs are everywhere. They're everywhere. It's an 18th birthday present Sometimes for a lot earlier. of girls. Yeah. 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 What I mean, was your experience with that? Did you grow to like them? Do you become? I love fake. I mean, I love all tits, but yeah, fake tits are great. Huh? I mean, there are some people are like, they're too hard or whatever. But what, I mean, what's that? They like them al dente. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to cook them at all. Yeah. I don't. I don't you got to chew them hard. Yeah, though. you chew in there. You got to boil them for a while. You get stuck in your teeth. Yeah. You got to carve them out with a, you know. Have you ever fucked fake tits before? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, chewing yeah, on yeah. my first pair. I was chewing them down. Old bubble gum. I mean, fake tits look cool as shit. I mean, yeah, they do. They do look cool. They look like how they're old floating. You are, they too. always look like they're floating on water. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They look Nibbles like a cyclops because there's always like a smiley face scar and then the one eye. Uh, <laughs> it uh, looks like the happy sign. The scars. <laughs> I don't. I do not like the scars. There's two ways to go in, right? You can yeah, go in through, through the, the nipple or nipple under, under or the, through the mouth. Oh, you can yeah. take the nipple <laughs> over the river and through the mouth to grandmother's <laughs> nipples. We go yeah, or yeah. through the ass. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can literally take the nipple off, right? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Jeez. Fake tits are fun, though. They are. Why? 
they're just to slap around. I don't know. Uh, spank them. I think Florida strip clubs are just such a like common thing. So you just see fake tits so much. You're you so would go out and then at like 2 a.m. you go to the strip club. like Right. And it's like you don't even think about that it's weird. You know what I mean? Or like it's not weird. But you know what? Like in New York, I don't ever go to strip club. No. That's not something me and my boys would like, yeah, be like, same. hey, dude, let's go over. This brings up the next thing I want to ask you about because you're very open about your dating life. Okay. Especially since you got out of a relationship mm-hmm. not too long ago. And uh, have you found that by sort of announcing or reviewing a lot of the dates that you go on on your social media, does that make girls wary of you? Uh, I don't really care. I don't even think about that, to be honest. But maybe, possibly, yeah. Some women will go, I mean, I don't know if you've had this where you'll start hooking up and you'll be like, don't worry, I'm not going to listen to your podcast. And then that means I'm going to listen to it like after three weeks when I was done lying to you. And then they listen and then they hear some shit that you're talking because I'm very open. And then that's when it really, you know, shit hits the fan. Yeah. But uh, I've had that happen before. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to change that. So either you're on board with me, you know, being a little loose with our relationship and Sometimes it can be bad, though. Sometimes I'll, like, I got in trouble one time. I was talking shit on the radio, and uh, I never thought my girlfriend would listen, but her sister was in a rental car. Mm. She heard it on Sirius, and then she texted her sister, and then, like, out of context, it seemed really bad, you know? Right. And, right. Uh, yeah, that was horrendous. That's- but, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think it could hurt, but I think it... I just think it's funny. I just think being single at my age and like talking about it, it's just uh, talking about like getting fucking tit DMs and whatever. Like so many guys are like, oh yeah, I'm with my wife, but they're probably getting tits all the time. You know what I mean? You don't think Tom Brady's seeing tits? <laughs> I keep bringing up Tom Brady. I just want to probably fuck Tom Brady, but like, mm-hmm. but like you don't think these guys are getting tits, you know? Right. Fucking Edelman is fucking so many girls out for Instagram. Mm-hmm. Well, this is interesting because, you know, obviously on our podcast, we talk about you know, mistakes and things that make your life more complicated. And I think you are, are unique in that you are willing, and it must be something that's really liberating, but you're willing to put yourself in these situations and being like, this is who I am. This is what I do. You can come be part of it or not. Yeah. But yeah. you must have a lot of situations like you're describing now where people are like, what the fuck? Why would you say that? And yeah. Like, well, you know, what you're getting into. I've always been like that though. Like I've always like, once I meet a stranger, I'm telling them like, the deep like if i'm on a first date or something i'm always like opening up when i shouldn't probably be you know telling a girl i got arrested on a first date like that's like my go-to and i don't even talk i don't even talk about it usually that happened oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah i got i got arrested twice but the first one dates? funny time was in florida yeah. Hit us. Yep. was uh, i got arrested for uh i'm from florida born and raised if you can't tell uh but i was uh i was like 28 and i went i was it was uh july 4th I was on a jet ski and it didn't have no, it didn't have a governor on it. So that bitch like went like 75, 80, like it was insane. And we were flying. I had this a girl with fake tits on the back and mm-hmm. she had a barbed wire tattoo everywhere and uh, it was full of barbed wire. And uh, we were driving and I fucking got pulled over because I was going like 80 and I pulled over at a dock, which is hilarious to just get, like, like <laughs> I heard sirens and I was like, what car is it? And it's a boat, you know, you don't expect sirens from a boat. 
And uh, he's like, pull over. I'm like, where? He's like, by the mangroves? Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> so I pull over at the dock. I was like, I'm going to get DUI. I'm fucking hammered. And uh, <laughs> he's like, you were speeding in a manatee zone on a jet ski. <laughs> And he's like, and I was like, what's the speed limit? And he's like, like seven, like I was going 80 and like a 10, you know? Yeah. And I was like, but there's no propellers on a jet ski. I was like, I'm not, if anyone's going to get hurt, it's me, you know? And, uh, and so he ends up just giving me a ticket. Thank God he doesn't give me a DUI or BUI, they call it, which is boating under the influence or a Jewy, a jet ski under the influence. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so, <laughs> so, so I get this ticket, whatever, you know, I go party more, forget about it. Six months later, I'm on a date with a stripper. And I've never been on a date with a stripper. She was gorgeous, Colombian, didn't speak any English. It was perfect. And uh and <laughs> and she just fucking she was so hot, dude. She looked like Shakira, but like even hot like it was fucking gorgeous. I couldn't believe like I got her number and I take her out. We go out like on a Tuesday and uh I go to like some place where you get like shitty like rum runners. I have one rum runner. And I'm driving her home, and she keeps telling me, she's like, you're so nice. You're so, that's all she could say. It's like, you're so nice. You're so nice. And, like, I feel like it wasn't a compliment because that's the only word she, like, knew in English, you know? Like, she's like, you're so nice. You're so nice. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm nice, whatever, you know? And it's cool, you know? It, it was a nice date. And um, I'm dropping her off, like, kind of in the hood in Orlando. And uh, I'm dropping her off, and we start making out. And she's like, oh, you're so nice, you know? And next thing you know, a cop car rolls up behind my car and he flashes his fucking high like light in, in the car and he goes step out of the vehicle put your hands up and step out of the vehicle and i'm like fuck dude like am i getting arrested for prostitution that's what like the first thought i had i was like how many guys has she brought here and told them that they're nice you know and uh <laughs> and i and i remember i looked at her, i was like just you know, tell him I'm nice, you know, if he asks. <laughs> Do what you've been doing. Yeah, just keep oh, going, God. you know. She, she's like, you're bad. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. It's <laughs> nice, nice. Go with nice. And uh, so I walk out, and this cop fucking is like, put your hands behind your back. Hands behind, like, yelling at me. I'm like, dude, I'm, what the fuck is going on? And then he gets a call, like, on his, like, fucking little speaker or whatever. And he's like, were you, uh, he's like, la I swear to God, he starts laughing. And he goes, uh. Were you, uh, were you speeding on a jet ski in a manatee zone uh, six months ago and never paid the ticket? And I was like, uh, sounds like something I could have done, officer. And uh, and he's like, well, you got a warrant out for your arrest. Stop it. And I go, are you fucking sick? Put your hands behind your back. So I'm, I'm handcuffed. And I look at him. I go, will you tell my date that I'm not like a murderer? Like, so she doesn't think. You know, she, hopefully she thinks I'm still a nice guy. <laughs> so he goes up to her. I don't know what he told her, but his last name was like Hernandez or whatever. And so I thought he spoke Spanish and I think he spoke to her and she threw the keys and like yelled Adios meal and like, or whatever. And like ran, just ran. And, I, and I, she's either afraid of getting deported or they, like she loved manatees. Maybe. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck happened. So she runs away. And, uh, I remember it was $80 would have been to get out of it, you know? And he's like, do you have $80 on you? I was like, no, I don't have $80. Like he said, like, and so he, I'm in the cop car. I was like, you're such a cock block. I was telling him that. And he was laughing. He's like, I'm sorry. This is ridiculous. You're getting arrested for this. I'll make sure you skip the line, which was such bullshit. So then I go to jail. Now I'm in a jail cell with like two badass dudes. And then they're talking about why they're in there. You know, like, oh, fucking fuck this dude up, whatever. And they're like, what happened with you? And I was like, dude, I was fucking uh, 
fuck, uh, speeding on a jet. Like, I didn't want to lie. <laughs> speeding on a jet ski in a mantis. I thought I was going to get raped and killed because I told him that. And he looks at me and he just goes, Yamaha or Kawasaki? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Yamaha. He's like, oh, that's a good ski right there. That's a good ski. And I was like, all right, I'm good. Like, I felt like I was safe, you know? Anyways, and then I got like, so then I got out the next day and I went to the strip club. I went back because I was like, who's this stripper thinks she's better than me? You're like, you're not better than me. You know, like that was like, I was like competitive about it. Wait, but she didn't think that, did she? In my mind. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, I was just like, why? Like, I got to prove to her, like, something, you know? And I, anyways, I went back and I was like, she doesn't speak English. So I was like, I'm nice. I'm nice. No kill manatee, you know, whatever. I didn't, <laughs> I'm yelling at her, you know, from like below. Like, she's on stage. I was like, it's me. I'm nice. And she's like wanting nothing to do with me. <laughs> and uh, like they like the bouncer asked me to leave. And it was oh, just dude. like, whatever. I got closure, I guess. But like it was what, fucking ridiculous. Her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was yelling at her. She was uh, on stage and I was like, it's me. No, uh, nice, nice, <laughs> nice. And she's like, are you fucking serious? It was crazy. That is insane. Yeah, it was 80 bucks. That was it. But yeah. I don't even know why I told that story, but like, no, yeah. it's good. We like, great. This is what we, this, this is, is what, what we, we like. do. Uh, okay. This is what we want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So shit like that. I did a lot in my twenties cause I made money in my early twenties and then I spent it all. You were in real estate. Yeah. 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 You've had a very roundabout life to yeah. this point. Uh huh. And you now live in New York, but you, were you in Florida through your twenties? Yeah. I went, I went to LA after college. So I went to Tulane in New Orleans. Um, that was okay. I party a lot. Ended up like burning down my fraternity house on accident there, and that was like all the way down. Uh, not all the way down, just my room. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I had a cat because I was sharing it with my girlfriend at the time, and it was supposed to live in her dorm, but then I ended up living in my frat house. And then uh, I left for dinner, and it knocked over like a construction light, and. I came back and there was like a 90 foot flame out my window. Oh my God. Oh boy. And I was just like, keep driving to the person. I didn't want to, I was so scared. <laughs> and I fucking, she's like, I think you should go back. And I was like, no, let's just, let's just, I'll transfer. I'm going to transfer. Or so I feel like a hurricane's coming soon, you know? And so anyway, so I ended up going back and the firefighter brought the cat out dead in front of like 500 people that were mostly in favor of the fire. Like they all hated our frat. He's like, whose cat is this? Whose oh cat? I was god. like, Oh my God, dude. Just, he's like, what do you want me to do with it? I was like, fucking, I don't know. And I was like looking around like price is right. Like, what do I do? You know? Jesus. And, and then he just threw it away. He just like shot it like Kobe and fucking, Oh my god. And then like, <laughs> it was insane. That's insane. And someone like threw like a 40 on its head, like not like poured it out, but like, and then I went to a Warren concert that night and sang Cherry Pie on the mic. You know, she's my <laughs> cherry pie. And um, anyways, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I mean, you know. And you... that was like sophomore year. Right. I had so many crazy things happen to me in college. But that was probably the craziest. But I never learned a lesson from it. You ever like, I didn't learn. I've, ne I've never learned anything until later, until like you, recently. You are sober now. Yeah, for the last year. So that sounds like a lesson learned. Yeah. How's that going? Great. I haven't lost my ATM card. You yeah. feel good? Huh? I feel pretty good, yeah. Do you ever miss it? Sometimes. When I'm hanging out with younger pussy, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I understand. 
Wait, you, they're you all like getting hammered. I'm just like, yeah, I just want one drink just to be kind of on your level. Just, Do you have one? Oh, no, you no I didn't. Are you yeah. somebody who, if you have one, you have 10? Um, I've been known to do benders where, you know, three days later, but I, you know, I don't know. I guess was my it more, mom's was an it alcoholic. More booze or drugs? That was uh, just booze. Okay. But I've had some drug things that, like, that's why I left LA. So after college, I went to LA. I drove cross country to be a production assistant. Oh, huh. <laughs> and I got one job for one weekend. I drove all the way out there. I thought I had like a full job. They're like, no, it's just this weekend, dude. You're just working as a PA. I wore like a suit to the fucking. I didn't know what I was doing. I like, I was like, I'm gonna be a producer. You know, I had no idea what the fuck a producer did. And uh, anyways, I part. So I ended up partying there, and then I went to New Orleans to hang out with buddies. I ended up doing blow, and I did blow all night with this another again with a stripper. I, this just is a weird coincidence. Like mm. the two times I've ever hung out with strippers, nothing good happens. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I was doing. This, blow with a stripper and like just talking about like life like overlooking a lake pontchartrain and then i came home and i did like two bong hits or gravity bong hits to relax jesus and i just went numb my whole body went numb and next thing i know i'm in the er i was i was having a heart attack and i ended up in the heart ward for three days and then i ran up like an eight thousand dollar bill and then i was like oh it's time to go back to florida (laughs) so then i went back to florida and then i got into real estate (laughs) <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Yeah. And, that and was, then I, that was the last time I did Coke, I think. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Um I, I, but yeah, then I went back to and then I made all that money in like in real estate hmm. on one deal during like the boom of the fucking hmm. it was like oh seven or something? Like oh five. I was like hmm. twenty four, twenty five. I sold one deal it, for like eight million dollars. Everyone made, was like, buying houses in Florida. And hmm. uh do you remember that scene in um The Big Short? Yeah, of course. When they go down there. Yes. Those, communities and they see that nobody's living in the houses and everyone's foreclosed Uh uh-huh yeah that's that was my life that's exactly what it was Hmm. (laughs) that's exactly what it was and i made like 300 g's i was like 25 wow you know overnight like i was living at home with my mom and now i have three hundred thousand dollars and i was like it must have been awesome it was but dude i was like so how did you blow through it all i just fucking started uh, living large yeah, I went and bought a truck right away. I bought a Tundra. Did with, you pay for with, it in cash? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was funny. I paid for it in cash. Not like a bag right, of cash, right. but I fucking, it was 40 grand or 45. And it was like, I bought rims for that bitch and like <laughs> just tricked it out. And a month into it, I'm like, why do I have a truck? <laughs> like, I'm a Jew. Like, what am I doing with a big ass truck? So then I traded in. My buddy was a used car dealer for a Mercedes, like AMG with like 500 horsepower. Or something crazy, and I needed like seven grand, so I went and got seven grand in cash, put it in a brown bag, no way. got to the dealership, and just threw it in his face. And I go, "Give me the keys." And that, so like shit like that, and like whatever, like it was fun. I like that's kind of fun. That is fun. Yeah, yeah. And then I bought a condo. I did one thing right, and then I bought a condo for like two twenty, two hundred twenty thousand, and then that was worth like sixty thousand, like like seven months later. Wow. Like the market just wow. crashed. And I had another deal that I was going to make a million bucks. So like I was spending money, like more money was just, oh, this is easy. I'll make more money. And then mm-hmm. everything's just stopped. Everything stopped. How did you and Nikki become tight? Because I knew you before. I knew you guys were like friends, homies, mm-hmm. together, whatever. And I didn't know if that's something that had unfolded during that time or if you guys were always tight. This is Nikki Glazer. Sorry. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's a weird story. I, I was dog walking. And uh, 
I thought I was going to dog walk for like a year, cut fast forward six years, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I was like two years in dog walking, like five years in the comedy here or maybe whatever. I don't know exactly how it, but I was walking this dog with wheels, this dog named Cooper. And he's actually lived like right around here. Every day I'd had to put him in wheels, like this 80 pound dog. And people would be like, you're doing the Lord's work, you know? <laughs> and it's like, I just want to tell dick jokes paid. with the money. Yeah, that's all I need. Like, I don't give a fuck about this dog's legs, to be honest. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, um, but every day I had to fucking put these fucking legs. And, we, and, and he was like a scary dog. He was like a husky, like 85-pound dog. So I thought he was going to bite me every time. He's like, what are you doing? Let me just lay here, you know? Like, so I'm walking this dog with wheels. And Nikki... Like five years ago, whatever, she just sees this guy walking a dog with wheels and takes a picture and puts it on Instagram thinking that I was the owner, kind of like talking shit about this guy has his dog for wheels, you know? And a couple of my buddies write her and go, hey, that's a comic. And uh, they tag me and then she starts following me on Instagram just because out of pity, I feel like. <laughs> you know and uh and i was just like i was funny on instagram i would dance with the poodles i would dance with dogs i was like ridiculous <laughs> i had nothing to live for you know <laughs> <laughs> i really didn't give a fuck like i didn't care if i got fired for some reason i just wanted to get fired to be honest and um i'm dancing with dogs whatever and uh i, I would notice every once in a while she would like comment on like one of my instagram so she was seeing it she was seeing how absurd i was and like five years later she moved back to New York from LA to do a radio show. And she just wrote me a message one day and it's weird. And this is going to sound weird. And I don't know, maybe, but like I had a feeling like she was going to see my talent for summer. I don't know. Like there was like a weird, <laughs> there was a weird thing where I like, I like, cause like when she would comment, like I could tell like, Oh, this is someone that actually gets my humor a little bit. I don't know why I thought like that, you know? And, uh, so when she moved back, she's like, Hey, do you want to be my dog walker? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I, I want you to respect my comedy. You know, I don't want you to look at me as, you know, dog walker, you know? And I remember asking a couple of people, I was like, should I take this job? I want to be respected. And they're like, no one respects you right now. So I was like, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, yeah, that's a good point. And, and, uh, and, um, so, and so then I end up, uh, going over there. I meet her at Best Buy or, or Bed Bath and Beyond, whatever. She was just moving here. She had her dog with her. And I was like, and like I was said, like I overshared like crazy. I was telling her like I got an AIDS test when I was still a virgin because I fingered a girl and I bite my nails like shit like that. You know, <laughs> like I was telling her like everything, you know, I got the drug overdose. I did. And, you know, just trying to impress. That's why I try to impress people. And she like, who is this person? Like, like overselling themselves, but also like being very vulnerable and open. And then uh, I remember telling her that my New York comedy club show just got canceled. And. uh I was like, yeah, but I, you know, whatever, comedy's going okay. And, and she's like, well, why don't you just host for me at Caroline's? This is the first time I'm ever meeting her. And then uh, the show for Caroline's was like a month from then. I ended up being her dog walker. Walked her dogs twice a day. So I was like, and she left a lot. So I was like dog sitting for her dogs, like a ton, you know? At her apartment? At her apartment. And I was just like smelling her panties. And, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Putting her bra on. Dude, you know what I do is I open the medicine cabinet and I judge based on the prescriptions. Yeah, 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 I did that. It's all Vagisil, every single Very one. invasive. Yeah, Very it's cool. invasive. So I'm smelling everything. And I'm like, God, I think I'd be friends with her, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, no, and so I ended up, uh, 
just becoming really close because I only had like a couple dogs. So we would end up like hanging out like in between walks and we just became good friends. And then, and then I did Caroline's and if I, whatever, like I, like I was ready, you know, like, and I fucking like brought it and I crushed like that weekend and, uh, whatever. And so then she's like, well, why don't you come on my radio show before like it went live. And so I did that like three times Nice. and then it just all like, like steamrolled from there cool. just because of the ago? dog and like the i joked that the dog was doing the lord's work yeah. the whole time you know what i mean like true i don't know it's kind of a, it's, cool. it's like yeah, yeah. it's kind of it's crazy like, like something that like i wanted to sorry. quit dog walking so many times you know yeah but it's like this was five years ago so when she took the picture it was like five years ago when this happened oh. it was like a year and a half ago got it Got it, got it. <clears throat> and then I ended up, you know, just opening for her. her other opener. She stopped using and then started using me. And and, and now you're a, a regular stand-in on, on her show. Are you yeah, I'm co-host? on the radio every Wednesday. And then I'm on her podcast pretty much every time. And then, uh, yeah, I'm on the road. We're going on a tour called the Bang It Out Tour. Oh, yeah, I saw she nice. posted that. That's and that's great, a theater man. tour. It starts in Boston. goes through, like, June. Mm-hmm. Wow! How so many it's dates? like guaranteed work and yeah. huh? Yeah. How, how many um, dates are you doing? I don't even know. Like, That's gonna be great though, man. Yeah, I mean, it's like been it's changed my life. I quit dog walking. It'd be funny if I was like, no, then I got four more clients. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I really want to challenge myself. <laughs> so like bigger shit still. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. And it's like it's crazy, dude. It's like I don't. Know. It's funny because like when I made all that money, you were saying how like. Then you're like, oh, it's so easy to make that money. Then I'm just going to make that money somewhere else, you know, real quick. You know, I remember I wrote a screenplay. I tried to make a website. I have like so many stories of these get rich quick, you know. Yeah. And then finally, like I did stand up and I was like, yo, there's no barrier to this. I'm good at it. I'm going to stick with it. And then I dog walked and like I did the slowest play ever mm. and it fucking worked. You know what I mean? And mm. I don't know if it works for everyone. Like I hate when people say that. It's like, don't ever quit. It's like some of you should you know but like yeah. but like people quit yeah it's not a bad thing but like the slow play worked you know and and uh-huh. without like any help from anything you know what i mean i don't know, it just felt it's it's felt good a lot like to be seen like that it's mm-hmm. great bro but uh i'm yes, sure i'll be is. a dog walker next year or whatever. well uh andrew where can we find you on uh on social and podcasting and all that uh, my dog walking site is uh, <laughs> no uh, Instagram uh, Andrew T Collin, and uh, and same with Twitter. And then um, I am going on the road with Nikki, who I'd be nothing without. Uh, I'd uh, go to nikkiglazer dot com, and it's called the Bang It Out Tour. We're coming to a lot of cities, doing a lot a theater tour. It's gonna be insane. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, DM me if you're a hot woman that, yeah. that like has nice tits, fake one, <laughs> and like jet skis. You gotta like jet skis, and don't like manatees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. be a huge fan of manatees. Yeah. Uh, G, where can we find you? Friday night, Fairfield Comedy Club. Oh, yeah. uh, Eight o'clock should be a good show. Come check it out. Where can we get tickets for that? Uh, I guess fairfieldcomedyclub.com. <laughs> Google. I should Fairfield. know that. Yeah, just yeah. Google me or Fairfield Comedy Club. It'll come up. Nice. Uh, not Julio. I'll be posting links and stuff. So cool. Uh, I'm at uh, the Charleston comedy festival headlining at the uh, Wolf street playhouse on January 15th. Get your tickets for that at francisells.com. Thanks guys. This is oops. The podcast. Thanks Andrew Collin. Thank you, man. We'll see you guys next week.